Welcome to this month's interview with an expert. I'm here with my good friend, Darren Swain from Advantage Attorney. And, and we're going to be talking about, I'm going to ad-lib this, the truth about Google, uh, really understanding what works and what doesn't work and what you need to know about what's happened with the changes in Google. And the reason why this is so important is not only do you have to understand how Google works in your business, uh, not, not because I need you to know how to do it, but because you have to be educated about it so you can ask the right questions of your provider to make sure they're going about doing this. As a matter of fact, I, I don't recommend anybody manages their own SEO. I, I do recommend you create some of your content. That's really good. And we're going to talk about that too. And we're going to talk about the right ways to create content because there's so much BS that goes on out there about the ways in which you should create content. So we're going to talk about the right ways you should create content, the truth about what's going on with Google, why this is so important to you. And, and I've invited, again, my good friend, Darren Swain from Advantage Attorney to do that with us today. Darren, hello, are you with me? I am. I am. Thanks, Rich. You're Appreciate welcome. it. So uh, Darren, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you drive. I know you got a lot of content to cover. And so whether you're here for, you know, whether you're here for 30 minutes or you're here for an hour, it doesn't really matter. We got about 50 minutes on the clock for us. For those of you that come in now, just coming in now, or if you haven't heard me earlier, if you have a question, go ahead and put it on the chat for me. Use the chat in Zoom. It's the easiest way to ask a question. Just type the word question, ask the question, and Brittany or Sherry will make sure that we get to that question before it's over. The questions don't have to be limited to Google conversation, by the way. I'm, I'm willing to answer any question about a law firm, but uh, whatever questions you might happen to have, you can submit them there. That's the easiest way. And if we have to talk to you, we'll, we'll, un, we'll unmute you and, and we'll bring you on. Otherwise, we've kind of muted everybody in the background to make sure that uh, to make sure we keep the background noise to a minimum. So, Darren, if you want to share your screen or do whatever you have to do and start us off and maybe tell everybody a little bit about who you are and your company so they know that you have some level of expertise to teach them today. <laughs> okay. Well, um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Darren Swain um, from Advantage Attorney Marketing and Cloud Solutions. Uh, I've been doing digital marketing almost since the start of digital marketing. Uh, we started when uh, when when Yahoo was the big search engine, uh, if that tells you how long ago that that was. So uh, you're very dating, long you're dating yourself. I know, I know, I know. Um, so um, Advantage Attorney Marketing, we only special, we, we specialize in attorneys. We only work with attorneys. We don't work with dentists. We don't work with landscapers or plumbers. We only work with attorneys. Um, you also uh, you know, work I, with one guy that works with attorneys. To be yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's to be true. completely we, transparent, you you run all of our SEO. That's true. We we we're we can we there's some things that are attorney adjacent that we do. Yeah. But uh, other other than that, uh, yeah, it's just attorneys. So, um, you know, we've been doing it a long time. We have right now over 200, 218, I think is what the last number was. Uh, um, clients nationwide that are currently in our marketing program, another 90 that are in our um, uh, our cloud systems. So, uh, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good. We're um, a full service marketing company too. We do everything from uh, TV, you, if you wanna do connected TVs, digital advertising of any kind, really uh, digital billboards, um, doctor's offices, if you guys want to go into TVs and doctor's offices, airports, all that kind of stuff, we can do all that stuff for you as well. So uh, from soup to nuts, we can handle it. Uh, we do it all. <laughs> okay. That's good. So, so I love, I love that you're, you're a one-stop shop in many ways. Uh, let's, but for today, we're going to, we're going to hone them in on what, what you've learned about Google through the years, right? Right. We're just going to, today, we're just going to talk about, and I'll go ahead and share my screen now, Rich, and going but 
today we're going to talk about uh, algorithms and ranking factors. Now, before that, we before we put them to sleep, right? About right. This this could do it. This could do it. By the way. Yeah, yeah. So, so do me a favor and tell me, like, give me the why. Why do they need? Why is this important to them at all? Like, why do they just say, "I got somebody to do that for me. I just don't need to know this." Like, why do they need to know? Well, it, this is more for you to be able to police the people that are doing your SEO for you. Uh, it's also to help filter out some of the noise that you get from, um, you know, the the salespeople out there who are, are are really guilty of spreading a lot of misinformation about Google, um, creating misconceptions that um, that you know they spread so fast and they um, and everybody starts repeating them and and pretty soon they just seems like that's the truth. It's like how could that not be the truth? And uh, some of the things that we'll talk about today will shock some people, I think. Uh, you'll see that um, uh, you probably have wasted a lot of time and effort on the wrong things. And so this will help you focus on doing the right things. It'll help you to uh, keep an eye on the guys that are, are doing the work for you. Um, and it'll help you to, um, to find a good vendor. If, if you don't have one, uh, this will help you to identify a good vendor. It'll also maybe help you fix your problems. If you've had a sudden drop off in rankings, um, then it's typically due to some change in an algorithm that didn't get addressed by you, whoever's doing your SEO. Yeah, so, and look, a, a further reason why is why is all this so important? Because um, w without a doubt, having a presence in search um, and we're talking about organic search here, having a presence in search when somebody Googles a state planning attorney, New York, uh, New York, New York, a, a family law attorney or a divorce attorney in Scranton, Pennsylvania, a bankruptcy attorney in Sacramento, California, um, or, or, or they type in a longer tail search, like how do I save my house in a bankruptcy or how do I get my kids back in a custody or how can an estate plan uh, protect my legacy or whatever they type in, right? Uh, that, that in your geographical region, based on their geographical search, um, that, that you're ranking for the keywords you want and, and that you're showing up as compared to your competition. And, and the problem is, is everybody's out there, well, everybody, a, a high percentage of your competition's out there spending money or investing money on helping their website rank, uh, get their organics ranking. And, and some of them are doing it right. And some of them are doing it wrong. And it's, it really is a race. And, and there's some people you're probably never going to catch up to because they're so far ahead, but you, ju you just don't want to make sure you don't fall any further behind. And so by focusing on the right things, making sure your vendors focus on the right things, this will keep you at least holding your place. And occasionally when your competition who might be ahead of you falters for some reason or another, or if they were doing something wrong and Google lets the tide go out and shows everybody who's not wearing pants because they find out who was doing it the wrong way and you're doing it the right way, you can start to leapfrog and start to take Take advantage of that. So these are the reasons why you, you really, this is a slow boil that you just need to constantly do. And, and the, every day you don't do it is another day you're behind the eight ball from the guy or the gal in your market who you're competing against, who is doing. Is that, is that, is all that that I said accurate, Darren, you want to correct uh, me? Anything? No, complete, com completely accurate. You, um, 
no matter what anybody says, some people have said, you know, organic's dead. It's definitely not dead. Organic is still the number one producer of leads um, for everybody with a website. Um, it'll outproduce uh, PPC, LSAs, everything. So uh, it's also the cheapest source of leads. So if, you know, if you're doing it right, uh, it can be your biggest moneymaker, really. Um, if you're doing it wrong, uh, well, you, then you got problems. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's get down. Let's start talking about brass tacks. Okay. So I, I'm just going to skip ahead here. Um, so what are Google al algorithms? Um, so basically, uh, Google algorithms, um, they never actually crawl your website. What they do is uh, they crawl the index of the uh, a search index dat database that Google maintains. Um, they go in there and they retrieve the data that uh, the bots have collected from, um, from the internet. So they go out, the bots go out, they crawl the, uh, the different websites, uh, they go through all the links, uh, they compile the data into the search index database, then the algorithm looks at it. The algorithm is looking for ranking factors. So that's it. It's, it's identifying the thing, the preset things that Google has said are ranking factors. Um, and then essentially uh, it returns the result on a, on a SERP or search engine result page, which is what you get when you type in estate planning attorney in New York. Um, Okay. And basically, instantaneously, Google uses its algorithm to go out to determine the most relevant sites that they should list based on all of the data that they gathered when they crawled the websites, right? Right, right. But it, it, yeah, again, it's not the algorithm itself doesn't crawl the website. The bots, right. crawl the bots do. Yeah. Right. Yep. Got it. Okay. So um, there's 12 major algorithms that Google uses. I'm not going to get into each one, but there's there's 12 major ones that attorneys need to worry about. Um, and there's hundreds of minor ones. Um, many won't pertain to attorneys, but there's so many out there that it's almost impossible for an individual to really know what they are and understand them and what they do. Um, let's see here. I talked about okay so this is basically the the simplified version bots go out crawl the web goes into the database from there you know there um the searcher searches the algorithm that goes that pulls the database and then it returns the search result so that's yeah, makes yeah. sense yeah okay um i like that paint by the numbers that's a lot better way to do it than explain it. that was great <laughs> that was good by the way yeah okay so um some things about algorithms, and I'm I, I'm going to cover this really fast, but this will be available in a download so you guys can get it and read through it. Um, the core algorithms happen, updates happen at least twice a year. These are the ones that SEO guys lose sleep about uh, because this can this often will change direction from what you've been doing in the past, and you'll have to adjust to it. Uh, minor algorithms and patches help it happen every day 6200 in 20 and and 2021 alone there was 4700 or something like that in in uh, 2020 they'll probably be closer to 10,000 this year with all of the revisions that have been made uh, this year because Google has rolled out all sorts of new algorithms this year hmm. um, so Google rarely announces uh, what they're going to do with the algorithm they'll give you some vague announcement if they're going to make something some big changes. They'll give you some basic guidance if it's going to affect a wide swath of sites. 
um, but they never tell you exactly what's going on. Mm. Um, so there's no book on it. There's no, there's nothing for you to look up and find. There's no Bible that says these are the ranking factors. Um, those things are all compiled by guys like me that, uh, uh, you know, sit around with a, with a, a pencil and a search engine and, and try to connect the dots. And then, you know, we arrive at basically a consensus and we say these things are the, are the ranking factors. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, let me point that out. So this is, look, if, I don't know if anybody's on the call, that's actually trying to still do this themselves. I, I know some firms that still like to do all of their own SEO and, and, and they think that they have it dialed in. And I, I personally think it's foolish. Uh, I've, I've known firms who, who have literally invested a half a million dollars a year uh, to manage their own SEO. Uh, they were large firms, but, and they, they had many, 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 many hundreds and thousands of pages. But um, still, I, I would tell them that that was in some way a fool's errand because these things change so much. And Google does not, to Darren's point, like give a little manual every time it makes an update or a change and say, here's what this does and here's who this affects. And this is how it affects all your sites, right? Or all your properties. Not like GoDaddy sends you a little note that goes, hey, Google made this change and you've got these five things on your site that are now affected because of it. And it's not gonna rank as well. And you just go fix these five things and all is good with the world. No, that's not how it works. It takes guys like Darren to go out and digest what Google did and then, like he said, with a pen and paper, the old fashioned way, go through and make some notes about what works and what didn't, what change worked and what affected what. And, you know, how, based on what he's done with his clients and based on the work he's done, figuring out which little new formula works. And, and then Darren then takes that information and transcribes it over to his clients say, OK, here's the plan we had before. Either it's working just as fine because the Google changes they made aren't going to affect us or we have to add something or we have to subtract something or we have to change something based on what what Google said we have to do. And so guys and gals, if you're listening to this and you're still doing your stuff yourself, I'm telling you, you're not only are you wasting your time, you're losing money. Having somebody else do this who knows what they're doing is, is what you're supposed to be doing. The people who love to dive into this stuff, let them dive into it. I'm not, it's not a pitch for Darren, okay? Although I, I, I'm a proponent of his. It's a pitch for not doing it yourself. Fair enough? All right, Darren, rock and roll. Sorry, okay. slide board. Oh, that's great. Uh, okay, so there's a few things to do after an out, uh, update uh, happens. So the, the first thing is, is we just don't want to overreact to, to an update. Often when um, an update rolls out, you'll see, oh, my rankings dropped. And, but you'll come back the next day and they'll be higher. And then you'll come back the next day and they'll be lower. There's a lot of volatility after, after an update because Google is continuing to make changes and updates to that algorithm to refine it. They don't really know how it's going to react until they get it out in the world. And then when they get out in the world, there's often things that happen that were unintended and Google makes adjustments. And so you kind of have to write it out often for three, four, five, six weeks before things settle down. Um, and then you can make adjustments to your website. It's always a mistake to just kind of knee jerk, go in there and start making changes without really fully understanding what changes Google made, what changes are gonna be permanent and how it's going to affect you. 
Yeah, it's funny. You know, uh, a lot of program software writers, I, I often thought of them as these people who just love, they're, they're super smart and they always got everything right. And they, and they thought that like, that, you know, perfection was it. And what I found the truth is, is um, most of the most successful programmers out there that write code for whatever reason, realize that no, 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 they, they write it, they put it out there, they figure out how it broke and then they go fix it again. Like that's their mentality and their attitude. And Google does that better than anybody else. Yeah, well, anybody that's owned a Windows computer since uh, 1999 uh, knows that. Uh, yeah. You know, every time they roll out a new a new version of Windows, Microsoft, it, there's almost always problems with it, and um, and they have to update it several times. And it's the same yeah, thing and they use they use the buyers of the software to fix the problem, which I was right, thought was ingenious. Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway, not to go down that tangent. Where do we go from here? Okay, so now I just want to touch on some recent algorithm updates. Um, the most recent one is the spam link update. And that one just rolled out the final phase uh, this month. Um, and we'll get into what the spam uh, uh, link update did, but essentially it, uh, it cut a lot of the backlinks that you had going to your site uh, for one reason or another. Something that used to be, well, we'll get into it in a second. Uh, the product review update is another one that affected attorneys. This one um, affects, it, they call it the product review update, but it affects all Google reviews. Um, so this is another one that was really important and rolled out and finished rolling out in September. Um, it started about in February or so. Um, and uh, it has affected a lot of attorneys. It's It's put a lot more, uh, emphasis on reviews for organic ranking. Mm -hmm. um, the helpful content update, which just rolled out, it finished rolling out in August of, of 2022. Um, this is probably the biggest change in direction for Google in a long time. Um, uh, attorneys are notorious for wanting to put salesy stuff on their site, you know, talk about uh, you're trying to trying to sell a product to them, but Google is getting away from that. What Google wants is, are you solving a problem for the people coming to your site? Are you doing the how-tos, the whys, it, you know, giving people an explanation, backgrounds, uh, any information that's going to be helpful to them is the kind of thing that Google is looking for. So things like, um, you know, numbered lists, step-by-steps, you know, those kinds of things are, are things that are going to attract Google with the new helpful content update. Um, so this is actually replacing a lot of the core algorithms that were out there previously, uh, and it's going to become more important. So content is, is really the most important thing. Um, the other ones, you know, the desktop page experience, that one didn't have much of effect on anybody, but the local proximity update that started rolling out in November of 2021, it just finished in February of 2022. This one affected everybody. This one cut down uh, how far you're in. If, like, if you ranked in the three pack and you reached, like you're in Detroit and you used to reach all of Detroit, this effectively cut it down probably to within a couple of miles of, of your location. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit later as well. Um, mobile page experience is another one. Uh, had minor effect on some people, but for the most part, everybody's gone to responsive websites and that kind of thing. Um, the mobile first update in 2021 affected a lot of people uh, if they didn't, if they weren't prepared for a mobile site rollout, because um, Google shifted from 
worrying about indexing the, the desktop version of your site first to worrying about indexing the mobile site first. And so if your mobile site had problems, that affected your organic rankings. It also affected your, um, your organic desktop ranking. So mobile and desktop were both affected by that if you weren't ready for it. Um, the MUM update um, is a, another important one for attorneys. It rolled out in February, 2021. Um, this one is it's kind of a weird one, but uh, essentially what it does is you no longer have to rank for the entire page. And, and just so it's clear, Google doesn't rank sites, Google ranks pages. So, you know, one page from your site could rank, but the rest of them not rank. It's, it's really, it's based on the page. What this does is it takes it down even smaller. So you could rank for a passage, something you've said, a comment that you made, a section of, you, of the page that is particularly helpful that Google finds valuable to, to uh, searchers, and you can rank for that now. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that's another one that kind of gives, um, you know, little guys opportunities for that. The core updates for most of last year were actually not that important. Uh, it was all of these new updates that really, um, that really impacted things. Yeah. So, so when you, when you look at this, like the, the, uh, the, the reviews, um, uh, obviously getting good quality links and, and extraordinarily strong, strong content, right? So helpful content. So, the, those three things have been the three things that we've needed kind of from the beginning and people have tried to game them in different ways. And through the years, Google's just gotten better and better at locking down those that are trying to game the system. And now they're getting you to conform to their way. And, and so getting the playing according to Google's rules for your website is super important if you want to rank either for the section of the page or that particular page. Um, and so, you know, I, I can see how, you know, and look, this is just two, four, six, eight, nine, that's nine updates of the hundreds of updates there were, and, and all these have happened in the last year, year and a half. So, um, yeah, I, again, I, I reiterate, I'm not sure how anybody thinks they can keep track of this themselves, but let's, let's break into how they protect against this. Okay. So the, the spam update, um, it's, uh, it, what happened with it, it, you don't get penalized for it. They're having a man a penalty, Google only manual gives you a manual penalty. And that means somebody actually went to your site, looked at your site, examined what you were doing. Whatever you were doing was so far out of out of the norm that they give you a manual a manual penalty for it. So the penalty for having spammy backlinks is uh, they just assign it a zero value. So instead of instead of giving you credit for it, you just don't get any credit for it. But it doesn't it doesn't create a negative credit. It doesn't. It's not a. It's you don't get a minus. You just you just get zero for it. Got it. Okay. Um, and this one's different from iterations from from past iterations of this because the, the, they've always Google has targeted spam updates or spam links forever. But what this one actually went after was the guest posting and paid posts. So mm. this is a big change from what they had done before because they used to almost encourage these things. Right. And uh, and now and now it's it's just saying well because everybody's doing it a lot of people are paying for them it's not very organic it's not not very uh, 
you know, it's, it, it, it's not very truthful because you're paying for the link instead of it being, instead of somebody linking to the content because you provide valuable content. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so that, that's kind of how this one was different. No manual penalties, we already talked about it. The symptoms of this one, so if you were to go back and you looked at your rankings for September and you saw a drop in September, then what you would see is a sudden drop in your ranking that persists over time. Uh, when you run your authority scores, you may see your authority go down. We're going to talk about authority later because authority is not a ranking factor, as many as many people think. It's, uh, but you know, you can run, you can check your authority on SEM Rush or another tool, and and if your authority has has dropped, then you probably have lost links. You can also, there's tools where you can run it and you can um, determine which links. Uh, were devalued and and things like that, and that's all in most uh, SEO people's toolkit. There, the the uh, so okay, so the solution to this is uh, you create uh, good content that people want to link to. That's so, really the key to everything. So that people want to link to. So just just make sure. Let's because like I think it's a mystery to everybody because it's a mystery to me. So, you know, uh, links, backlinks have always been, you know, you either buy them or you get guests or you or whatever, right? You, you make some kind of JV agreement. Why? Like, give me an example of somebody who would want to link to an attorney's content. Well, the attorney's content can often uh, be valuable and explain things in plain English. Um, and that's what makes it valuable to say, maybe it's a nonprofit site that, that they, uh, they help, uh, you know, families uh, abuse children or something, you know, you can, or, or, you, or news sites that are, or news sites, them. right. News sites looking okay. for stories, um, could be a lot of things, a lot of different things like that out there. So, um, so your content has to be created in a way now. Gone is the day, as you said, of salesmanship, you know, pay attention to headline and benefit statements and everything else. We, we, while we still want to figure out how to do that in our landing pages, um, when we're creating organic content for Google to rank to get other content producers to want to link to us, we need to write content that is attractive to those who are providing backup for whatever story they are telling. That's right. Right. Right, it has to be helpful, informative, um, you know, pr preferably it solves a problem or explains problem, something like that. And it, it, uh, it'll it generally go better if it's in plain English rather than a bunch of legal speak. And that's really hard for attorneys because, you know, we send, a, we send content to attorneys and they read through it and they, we get it back and it's marked up and they've thrown in all the, all the $5 words. And um, that's, you know, those words are not words that people care about, you know, what right. you have to get, you have to speak to them more on a, on a simpler level. We try to hit about eighth grade um, because that's the most users are actually in about the eighth to 11th grade reading level. So that's, that's where we target. All right, let's keep cooking. By the way, if you're, if you just jumped on, um, we're, we're talking the truth about Google today with uh, Darren from Advantage Attorney. And, and we're talking about the all the algorithm updates and we're trying not to put you to sleep, but also to help you understand <laughs> what you need to know uh, so that whether you, that one, you you shouldn't be doing this yourself. That's first and foremost. Secondly, you you need to understand when you go to your provider, what questions you're asking them. And, and when you're meeting with them, like here's, here's what you shouldn't do. And I, I know Darren doesn't love when I say this because it maybe creates a little bit more work for him, but you you should not just like 
sign up with your, your SEO or SEM provider and just be done, right? You shouldn't just say, oh, I'm going to hire you to do my Google, my business page, or I'm going to hire you to do my SEO. And you pay them the money and you assume it's getting done the right way. No, what you should do is schedule some sort of review meeting based on a calendaring event that works for both you and the provider and measure results based on what it is you're doing and have good, thoughtful conversations about the, the strategy and the tactics that that provider is taking. What we're going to do today is help you understand what strategies and tactics you should be having a conversation about. It doesn't mean you should know the answers. At least you just have to be informed so you can ask intelligent questions. And if you come up with a provider who either, you know, poo-poo's some of this stuff or, or they maybe tell you some fallacy about what the world says out there, but isn't actually true, this will give you a line of defense for you to go, uh, oh, my spidey sense is going off. This guy or gal isn't for real, right? So that, that's what we're trying to do. And, and there's so much noise out there on social media. If you see some ad or some post that takes you down a rabbit hole and makes you think that you know there's some truth about something, now this will hopefully help you have a defense against being reactive to go jump to your provider and go, hey, I just found out that this is true about Google or algorithms. And, and you know, now we've given you what the, at least the current truth is. So let, let's keep going about the reviews. Uh, okay. Karen. Okay. So the review algorithm update, um, it applies to services too. Um, review, reviews now, they've always been somewhat of a ranking factor, but Google never could figure out how to make it so you couldn't game the system. Well, with the introduction of LSAs and, and a couple of other things that they've introduced, they've now gotten pretty good at, at, at eliminating some of the junk. In fact, if you look at it, if you look at your reviews and you saw, you know, maybe you had 50 reviews and all of a sudden it dropped down to 46, the reason for that is Google said, that person is not, they don't have enough credibility to be posted as a review. If you have clients who are posting reviews for the first time and their reviews don't show up, it's because they don't have enough reviews out there. If they're leaving reviews in other places, then Google says, hey, this is probably a real person that's doing this um, and they've got some credibility, then we're gonna go ahead and publish this review. First time they've done a review anyplace, it's probably not going to show up. Uh, yeah, it, you know. it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean, it, it, it defends against the fraudulent, um, but, you know, it does prevent those clients that we serve that aren't big reviewers that, uh, you know, they want to leave you a review. They want to say something nice and it, it just, it'll never show up. Right. So, right. Um, so lesson, right. So carve out lesson from a marketing one-on-one, right. So when a client submits, that's why that's why you really kind of want to use uh, a review software uh, of some sort that will capture the review the client actually wanted to do. So that if the review doesn't get posted, you still have the review to use in your other marketing, whether right. it be your print marketing, your direct mail, other digital ads you have, you still have the review. It, it just didn't make it to Google, but that still became an asset for you. You could print it and put it on the wall of your office. You can put it in your book of reviews in your office. You can you know, there, there are, we could list all the things you should do. But my point is that making sure that you're using some sort of third party system to capture your reviews is really important because of how Google looks at, you know, review credibility these days. Right. And we provide a review system to all of our clients for free. So uh, it's included in all the packages that we get. I figured so, you'd take that softball. Uh, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so the, um, 
this the reviews especially uh, impact the local rankings as they should, right? So this is going to be your three pack rankings. This is going to be how you're performing in the map packs and things like that. So, um, so just uh, just to make sure we're clear, when you say three pack rankings for those that are you know spending money on SEO or, or or Google My Business, this is when somebody Google's whatever bankruptcy attorney in Scranton and and a three pack comes up in Scranton and shows the top three rankings. Re reviews is one of the ways in which Google determines who they're going to show first, assuming all other things are equal. Right, right. Yeah. So, well, now it's actually more than that. It's, it's, it used to be that way. It used to be like reviews were almost a tiebreaker. You know, it wasn't that significant a thing. Now reviews are definitely a ranking factor. And you can see that if you've seen a sudden, we'll get down to the stuff down here, but if you can see that if there was a sudden drop after this algorithm rolled out in your local three-pack ranking, this is probably the reason. You probably have somebody- So the guy or the gal that was ranking, because they did a lot of other stuff right, but they had one review, and there was a guy there that had 12 reviews, and he was maybe behind the eight ball or whatever. The guy with 12 reviews or the gal with 12 reviews may have been bumped up into the three-pack uh, because the guy with one review, Google, Google gave more credit to the reviews than they had before. Is what you're saying? Right. That is. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, so the, the trick to always adhere... known that social evidence is something Google ranked very high with, but they could never figure out how to do it. Now you said that they got better at it. Why? What it was it about LSAs that made it made it easier for them to you know make it so they can't game the system. Well, the, the LSAs themselves, when you're in the LSAs, uh, it's a closed system. So leads come in through the LSA, Google controls it from the time the lead uh, contacts you all the way to through the time when you request the review. So it's all done within kind of Google system. And those are called Google certified reviews. Those are really, uh, that gives you a lot more ranking juice. The, the certified reviews are the best that you can get. Now, does uh, it show on the Google reviews like a Google certified review as compared? Yeah, it'll to say uh, it's it'll say something like Google verified on Google the verified. Got it. Yeah. Okay, and and so and so uh, the way you get those Google verified reviews. Uh, by the way, does the Google verified review it does show up in the same box? So, like, if it says you got a new Google verified review, you had fifty reviews. Now it says you have fifty-one reviews. It shows up in the same section, correct? It's right. Not a it'll, separate it'll, section. No, it'll show up. It'll show up. They, they all get unified when you sign up for LSAs, then then that's one of the reasons why you have to have a GMB or, a, or now it's G Google business page. Um, you have to Locker, have that. They changed the name again. Again, uh, yeah, every other week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so, um, so getting, so making sure that, you know, so, it, so to be clear, if, if a lead doesn't come through your LSA, um uh then then you won't be able to get the review through your lsa and thus have it be a google certified review it had to start and end with google to, to get that review category that's that that's right? right that's right you can do it outside of google but during this process of developing it they developed an algorithm that identified suspicious reviews basically and they they knocked those out so can you uh, of course, I want to game the system. So I'm going to ask the question. So can you somehow send, so you got a satisfied client, they're going to give you a review, whatever. Can your software drive them to an LSA 
page where they become a lead and go get the review that way? Like, can, can you go that far and go to run the system by taking a new lead and putting it through the, a satisfied client and putting them through the LSA? Or is it just not going to work? Well, I suppose you, I mean, I suppose that could be done, but the, uh, you know, are you, do you want to pay a hundred bucks for a review? Right. Well, I mean, it may be worth it. To be honest with you, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe. I mean, if they become that valuable, uh, I could argue that 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 uh, hundred dollars, you know, turns into a thousand dollars every year. You know, that that's true. And it, you know, it may be worth it, but that's really about the only way that you could game it is by directing them to your LSAs, having them go through, become a lead, and then sending out the the review request to them through the LSAs. Um, that would be the, the, about the only way that you could really game the system now. Interesting. Okay, good. Sorry. I didn't mean to get us off track. I, I, I would, if it was my firm, you know, that I was trying to, and I needed local search in that way. Um, I, I've always found, you know, look, local search and whatever it used to be called in 2008, uh, all <laughs> the way till now, uh, has, 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 and all, and I believe always will will be the mothership for law firms uh, in, in Google. And so, and so doing whatever you have to do, and if, if, it means, if it means you're willing to invest, you know, a thousand bucks a month or $200 a month or whatever the number is, depending on the size of your firm, to secure certified Google reviews or whatever they call them, so that you, have, and you have to put it through your LSAs, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I might do it, if, especially if I had a, a firm that had a machine like I know Jamie Miller, you know, before he had that problem in last February, he, he, he had 800 and some odd Google reviews. Right. Um, and, and so if I had a machine like that and a firm of that size, uh, I, I think I, it wouldn't be a question that I would be looking to invest some portion of my marketing budget into generating certified reviews through LSA. So, right. Right. Um, Anyway. They're, de they're definitely worth it. Um, so, yeah. So if your competition has fresher, better reviews than you, you're probably going to get passed up. Um, the reviews, the, Google actually ranks the reviews now as well. So uh, not, not so much in the order, but they give it more credit if the review is helpful. So does if Google it's just, tell you, does Google tell you what a helpful review looks like? No. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. So have you with your pencil figured it out? Yes. So what they have to do is they, you know, that first of all, they have to speak to the specific service that you provided. Okay. So, you know, um, he was a great family law attorney. You know, right. he really helped me through my custody battle. Yeah. Um, identify the location that the service happened in. Mm. So, uh, you know, it happened in Minneapolis mm. or whatever, you know, mm. this, yeah, I went to his Minneapolis office uh, and, uh, you know, those, those types of things and what the outcome was, basically they're looking for, for real advice on, on hiring this attorney. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so just leaving a five-star review with no comments, that's not going to get you anywhere. So it really, with, with you, with, with your software and I don't mean to, I don't mean to call you on the carpet because I don't know the answer to this question actually. Um, does your software or can your software provide a tickler at all, like a, a sample kind of a, a review for somebody that is gonna, you know, because I think what your software does is if I'm not mistaken, if they want to give a five star that clicks on a five star and then it takes them to like put the comment or whatever. And so 
and you know if they click five stars and you know they're going to give a really good review could you give say hey so much we, we, the key with google anymore is you've got to leave a comment here's an example of what some comments look like you, you need to talk about what practice area um um in the city and you know the city that we operated in and how that it helped you i mean could you do that or is that kind kind of what what we do is as they go you know these are the things that we, we'd really like to hear from you about you know what what service did we uh provide for you what did we um you know how was the what was the outcome um uh what was it like working with the people uh, you know, those kinds of things. And we'll have various different prompts like that, depending on the law firm and, and uh, what they specifically want to go after. And yeah, those so, so, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, those, those prompts are just, uh, it just helps to guide them through. You get better reviews with, with prompts because they don't have to think about so much about what they're going to write for the review. Yeah, so, so uh, is it, by the way, is it fair to say because, because Google cares about this, Subsequently, YouTube cares about this and everybody else like there, it translates over to all their other properties, right? So, so look, remember, what we, you know, for years, folks, I'm talking to all of you now, uh, if you're listening, I've taught, you know, the really the best formula for a review of any kind or a testimonial is, uh, here's what life looked like before. Here, here's what life, here's what I did with the firm. Here's what life looks like after, right? So before the action you took and after. And so I still stand by that formula, but but now when we do that, we wanna say, so here's what, here's my, my the hell I was going through, right? Um, here, here's the, the practice area they helped me with. So we wanna mention the practice area, the specific issue. Here's the, here's what the firm did in the city the firm is located in. And, and now here's what my life looks like after. So we're just adding to that example a little bit. And so whether you're doing this on YouTube with your testimonials and you're posting them to YouTube or you're posting videos on my now called not Google my business page anymore, something else. And so you're, you're, whatever you're doing this for me, you can get used to this and you can start adding this data in we're starting to feed Google what they want, right? And, and, you know, of course, Google will probably change your mind as to what they want sometime in the future. But for now, this is what they're telling you they want. And if in, in the game with Google, because they don't charge you, you know, Google doesn't charge you. Google makes its money off of ads. So you have to choose the, the, your fee to play the game is to constantly change by the rules that they want you to play by. And so, um, you know, what I'm suggesting to you is now when you're starting to get your testimonials uh, and you're starting to ask people for reviews, think about this in terms of um, in terms of how you're going to craft it. Add in the practice area, add in the specific geo region. Uh, and, and I think if we get the, bef the before what you did, the practice area, the specific geo, geo region and the. Uh, and what life looks like now, we should hit Google's formula. Do you agree with that, Darren? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's you want them to tell tell Google how you help them, right? Uh, and that's essentially what you want to do: how you help them, where you help them, what specifically you help them with. Okay. So good. Let's keep going. We got about fourteen minutes left, and I want to make sure we cover that content one as well. Yeah, we'll get to. I'll skip through all this stuff. So we already talked about that. We'll go through that. Okay. So the local proximity update. I'm just going to put all this stuff on there. We already talked a little bit about that. This is one that really hurt uh, a lot of attorneys because you were so reliant on the three pack. 
basically the uh, with this Google did this intentionally. They say it's to improve uh, the search results for local searchers, but the real honest truth is that they did it because uh, they wanted to force more people into using LSAs. So uh, if you want to get the reach that you used to get uh, using using the uh, uh, in the in the three pack, uh, you know the only way you're going to do that now is probably through the LSAs. You'll still rank good in the three pack. You're just not going to reach as far as you used to reach uh, before. And there's yeah, and there's, no, and there's nothing you can do to fix that. They, not not just, really. No, just shrunk this. They've just shrunk the circle, and and fundamentally. So remember what I said, it doesn't cost you anything to, to uh, use Google organic. Google makes their money on ads. Well, Google makes money from LSAs. How does Google make sure more people spend money on LSAs? Shrink the circle in which your three pack is showing up to force you in order to reach other areas to advertise via LSAs, right? I mean, that's basically what they're forcing you to do, which you could choose not to play the game, but um, there's just too much evidence right now that LSAs are worthy investment. So uh, continuing to do that, I think, is a win. Is there, by the way, any any secret on LSAs or one thing that you want to make sure people do when they're using LSAs? Well, I'll tell you on the LSAs. Don't hire an agency to do LSAs. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. And the reason the reason for that is now with our clients, we train you how to do the LSAs. As part, every every one of our clients for free will set up the LSAs for them. We'll will you know get them pointed in the right direction. We'll train them. We'll train their staff on how to use the LSAs properly. But when you're doing the LSAs, you Google scores you here on a couple of things. One is the responsiveness score, and the responsiveness score is everything from how many rings did it take for you to answer the phone. Um, to how fast are you moving them through the little funnel in the LSAs? So if you go into your LSAs and they're all in that active list, you know, you've got 300 of them in the active list, then you're not going to get as good a result as you would if you were moving them through the funnel. That's what's going to happen? Google is forcing the, the LSA PCLC. I love it. Right, they're they're forcing you. If you don't use it, even if you do use it, maybe you do use it, but you're not moving them through the funnel. Google doesn't know, so you have to move them through that funnel, and you've got to tell Google that you've, um, you know, that you're that you're working with the with the leads. Uh, and if you're not responsive to the leads, then you're going to get worse leads. And the, this is everybody that complains about LFAs to me. Um, I look at their stuff and I, every single one of them, well, you've got 50 in the active column and nothing over here. And that's, that's the problem right there um, is you're not being responsive to leads. So instead of ending up on family law attorney searches, you're going to end up on child support services searches. And that's why you get the crappy leads is the child support services Um it's so, not, it's not high, a high intent. If you fell asleep during the algorithm part of the conversation, now's the time for you to wake up because what you just learned was the one writer downer that you need. Like, this is why we do this stuff, folks. Sometimes you've got to shift through a lot of the technical information, especially when it comes around Google, to learn about the one thing. So when you're marketing and you're investing a budget in LSAs, in order to make sure the LSAs work correctly, someone has to manage them. 
which means you have to go in and actually move people through the LSA process manually. There's no automated way to do it. To my knowledge, Zapier doesn't talk to Google and it won't just automatically do it. So somebody's got to physically go in and move people through or else Google just assumes you're not working the leads they gave you. And then that means they won't give you any more leads at any length of quality. If you're working your leads well, Google sees you as a viable, usable source, and they give you more, which is why Google also likes when you respond to, to reviews, because they see that you're responsive. They want to know that you're not a bot putting content out there, that you're a, you're a local business service provider and such, you have local service that you provide them such, you'll actually have somebody do an action for them. And by doing that physical action, moving through the LSAs, by responding to the reviews, you're proving to Google you're a business that cares about this particular thing, which means Google assumes you must care about other things and will show your name more often than your competition who's not caring. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what you're going to find is your ROI will be much, much higher if you just take care of this. You know, if you're if you're well, because you'll get more hires out of it. You know, if you're turning up on more on the higher intense search terms, then you're going to get you know, you actually are have people contacting you that are actually looking for an attorney, not free advice. Right. So, uh, by the way, you said not to hire an agency just as an aside. Couldn't theoretically your the the law firm somehow notify the agency about the outcome of the call and have the agency move the person through the LSA or yes oh. but there's there's only i mean it really takes just a minor it's a minor step you know just move it out of as soon as you get out of the active then you're okay but um you know it it usually will ask for the person's name or email address mm. and then you're going to and then you have to do the other part which is you have to ask for the review mm. so um, when they just call, you don't have their email address. So mm. you're going to have to provide the agency with the email address. And if you're going to go through all that, you might as well go into Google and enter it in mm -hmm. and and save yourself 500 bucks a month or whatever you're going to pay the agency. Yeah, got it. Uh, okay. So that's that's my theory there. Now, the other thing is uh, on reviews is that's another thing that's obviously important. We've already talked about it a little bit, but that's the other factor Google ranks you on. Uh, for the LSA, freshness of reviews, number of reviews, that kind of stuff. The biggest thing on the reviews is you don't have to wait until the case is settled before you ask for a review. Mm -hmm. Ask for a review at the high point of the case when the when the client's happy. Yeah. Um, you know, get the review then, um, and it, ask more people for reviews, even if they don't hire you. Yeah. If you were helpful to them at all, send them a send them a review request. Totally. Uh, we we used, we used to, we had a member. Many, many a moon ago, Ron Drescher, uh, and and he was the he was a rock star at helping people who called his office. Uh, that you know they weren't he couldn't help them, but he gave them uh, he steered them in the right direction, and uh, they you know they said thank you, and he just followed up with well the best way to say thank you if you really mean it is to leave me a review. Would you mind? And he back in the day he picked Avo because Avo was the driving number one beast back then. And he drove to Avo and he, he ended up with, I don't know, well, some multiple more Avo reviews than everybody else in his ge geographic region. And it worked really well for him. And so, um, you know, j just making sure you remember to ask for the order, in this case, asking for the review when you're helpful. When somebody says thank you, 
say, oh, you're absolutely welcome. You know, the best way to say thank you, by the way, is to let other people, would you mind leaving a review? And then, yeah, sure, I'll leave a review. Hit a button, text it over to them, and done, right? Right. And that's, it's, it's really that easy, too. All right. Content. Uh, Six minutes okay. left. So the, the helpful content update, this is the one we already talked about a little bit. Um, and, you know, from this, it's basically make your content helpful. Don't make it all salesy. Don't talk about just yourself. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, so that, that's back to don't bury your lead. Right. Everybody start. I can't. It drives me nuts. Like I, I, many of you know, I'm a, I wear my faith on my sleeve. So I listen to the Bible app every day and every day there's a message of the day. And on that silly thing, every single time, with the exception of one person out of everybody that ever leaves it on the Bible app, starts with, hi, I'm so and so from such and such project. I don't really care. I wanted to know what you were going to teach me today. And so start with the headline. Right. What is it that you're going to solve for them and, and or the problem that they've got and then give them the solution? You know, so formula is agitate the problem, identify what it is, let them know you're, you know, who you are and why they should listen to you. Then give them the solution and then give them a reason to reach out and do something about it. And if you follow that formula and, and then you take the video content and you turn it into written content and you post that underneath it or whatever, however Google likes to receive it best. I'll leave that for the pros to determine how that's done best these days. But if you do that, Google appreciates that helpful content more, right? Right. You just make it, you know, if you were, if you were think of it as, you know, like being a, 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 a recipe uh, site, you know, you're giving, you're giving somebody something they can take and use um, now, whether they use it or not, you can make it sound like it's so difficult, they probably can't do it themselves. But, um, you know, you want to make it useful enough that that Google says, hey, you're trying to really help people, you're trying to solve a problem. And that's really going to make a difference in your content. Okay, a couple of questions. One, Ron Kohler said, how do I get a bad review from someone who was never a client removed? Is that something you can do? Do you have to just bury it? Or can you actually get it removed if they were never well, like this? It's totally a scam. Okay. You, you can dispute the bad leads. And this is part of the, this was also part of the problem, part of the gaming is, you know, you'd have somebody goes through, you get you get 300 great leads or great reviews. And then somebody comes up and they leave, you know, your competition goes on there and they leave you a bad review. You know, right. somebody you've never worked with. Um, you can try to dispute that lead. If there's nothing in the lead, in, in, or in that review, if there's nothing in the review, you know, that was about working with you or it was just, um, uh, it was just uh, you know, a, a string of insults in there or something, then you can typically get those, that type of thing removed by disputing it with Google. Um, but- is there, just, is there just a simple way to dispute a review? Is that, is it- Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, I mean, you, you can, you can go, <laughs> you can go on there and you can, you can try to, you, you know, you, you basically have to sort through the, the, the process and you go in, you open up a ticket with Google, they ignore you for two or three weeks. And then you, you keep responding to their email that they sent you originally. It says, Hey, we got your thing. We're reviewing it. And they never get back to you. Um, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. But and if then, you keep, so your other option is your other option is um, that, you know, you push it down but with good reviews, because the only requirement Google has to leave a review is that they had some sort of meaningful contact with you. Mm -hmm. So it could be somebody on the phone, they were never a client, 
you know, maybe, maybe they're not hired. Maybe they're just crazy. Yeah. And, and if they, they're, in, if they're in partners club, other partners club members can leave a review as long as they're not lying about the service you gave for them, but they could leave a review that gets close. Like I could say about another partners club member, um, you know, Ron Kohler, in my experience has been in, has served his clients well in Akron, Ohio, and with helping them build better legacy plans. If you're looking for an estate plan, I highly recommend you communicate with Ron Kohler. And I, I mean, I would write it better than that, but if I left something <laughs> as general as that, that would work. And because I leave a lot of reviews, Google would see me as a credible source and likely post that, correct? Right, that is, that is correct. Um, I usually will go on and I'll leave a review for most of my clients. But if I have my team go on there and do it, they, get, they don't get posted. But because I have left so many reviews, mine get posted almost every time. So, Got it. Uh, yeah. uh, Doug Provincher asked, "Where do you review the LSAs?" Uh, in your in the LSA dashboard, I think uh, is what okay. he's probably referring to. Got it. So yeah, it would be through the if you just Google local service ads, um, and then once you get in there, you can bookmark that, and you can always come back to it. Uh, that's that's probably the easiest way to do it. Okay. So I want to let you get to your number one factor here. What is it that you want to talk about? Okay. Well, I'm going to get through all this stuff and you guys can download this stuff if you want to. The number one ranking factor is quality content. It's really the most important factor. Um, and, and there's no more number of words relevant. It's not a rule necessarily. It's got to be 500 words or 2000 words. It's just got to be nope. relevant, good quality, inform informative content. Right. And a lot of that stuff is myths which I know we're, we're not gonna have time to cover today, but in if you guys request this, um, then I think Sherry can give you a, a, a download link. And yeah, you guys she's already download. put a link in there for everybody. Okay. So then, um, you know, download it and you can read through all the ranking factor, factor myths and misconceptions, because there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the biggest thing here is that you write, you write great content that people wanna consume. Right. Um, it can't just be the canned content that's just, you know, basically a regurgitation of what everybody else wrote and somebody spun it for you and stuck it on the website. It really has to solve a problem now if you want to rank for it. Yeah. So, um, so, so telling, so telling a story works, right? So Betty absolutely. was struggling with it. Betty's a client that we served with, but to keep confidentiality, we won't mention Betty, Betty, Betty's last name, but Betty struggled with this problem. She was about to lose her home to foreclosure and she had this much money in credit card debt and this much this and this much this. And we showed Betty that because of a chapter seven in the guidelines of Milwaukee, Wisconsin or a chapter 128, we were actually able to solve this problem by doing this, this and this for her. And she got to keep her house and, and eliminate her debt and do all these things. And this is how you go about doing that if you'd like to learn more information about that feel free to reach out to us at miller miller law right that's yeah. helpful content told by a store correct that then that's perfect and that would that would absolutely uh that would absolutely work um i would almost try to take uh, some of your testimonials that you get and and people that are willing to give you testimonials and instead of a testimonial turn it into a blog post yeah uh just just like that and and that kind of content will work um you know Again, how to's, why's, how to solve a problem, um, step by steps, that kind of stuff. Those are the content. That's the kind of content that Google really likes right now. Tomorrow could be something different, but right now that's that's what Google's really liking. Cool. So, so how does everybody get a hold of you? So if 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 Doug wants to get a hold of you because he can't find out where LSAs are, or or, or Ron wants to get a hold of you because he'd really like to know if you can help him get this review re removed, where how oh. how can they get a hold of you? Right here. So um, 
you guys can you can email me at this extremely long email address, um, but it's Darren at AdvantageAttorneyMarketing.com. Um, you can also it's not, go. It's not D Swain. It's Darren. Oh, D Swain. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been reading so my own D, email. D is in David Swain. S W A Y N as in Nancy E at AdvantageAttorneyMarketing.com. In case right. you're listening in the podcast format, right. uh, you can reach out to, to Darren at Advantage Attorney Marketing. And, and you look, whether you're struggling with figuring out how to get LSAs done or you're struggling with uh, how to get a bad review removed or you're looking to get uh, a service provider that can help you with good content or you just want somebody to take a look at your site and, and review it to see if everything you've got going on and you can actually know the truth about what's happening with what your site's doing uh, to see you know where, where you should go from there and set some goals. I, I highly recommend you reach out to Darren again. You know he's, he, he manages all of our stuff. I, I find him not only to be extremely knowledgeable and, re and also responsive. And you know when, when we started with Darren, you know he told me he could handle maybe 20, 30 new clients and this was a number of years ago and, and he's been really careful with adding clients on a cautious basis to make sure that his, he didn't outstrip his bandwidth for him and his, his team. And so they do a good job of, of being responsive as well as uh, diligent and doing all the work. So I, 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 not only do I highly recommend them, but I, Darren, I appreciate you coming on today. And, and while the information can feel dry at times to those who don't <laughs> care about it, uh, I, I appreciate you presenting it and, and revealing the really one of the biggest nuggets on the LSAs and giving us some real actionable content today about what they can do. So, so thank you for spending your time or investing your time with us today and sharing with EA Nation. I really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Rich, for having me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, everybody, uh, if you're listening, you know what to do. You can subscribe, you can like, you can do all those things you're supposed to do. You can comment, you can share, uh, whether it's a podcast or YouTube or whatever you're doing, you, you know the rules by now. Uh, my name is Richard James, and today we're helping you build your practice better. One Google management system at a time. So I hope that, that you found this helpful and uh, go ahead and download the copy of Darren's uh, notes will be in the show notes for you. So you can go ahead and have access to that. And, and we'll be glad to see you next month. Make it a great day, everybody. Bye.